Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord Jesus. Lord, we choose to lift up your name. We worship you. We honor you. The Holy One that sits upon the throne. Your faithful God. Hallelujah. Worship you, worship you, worship you. Hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. To him who sits on the throne and unto the Lamb. To him who sits on the throne and unto the Lamb. Be blessings and glory and honor forever. Be blessings and glory and honor forever. To him who sits on the throne and unto the Lamb. We worship him who sits on the throne. We bless you, we thank you, we praise you. You're worthy, hallelujah. Oh, we love you, we bless you, we praise you for the privilege and honor of serving you in this day and hour. In you we live and move and have our being. Hallelujah. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. We give you thanks that you are the Lamb of God. We worship you, Holy One. Trapale kasu korotolo benegende. Brada kasta prada kala moto kosatoyo. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You are faithful. You are faithful. You'll do what you said. Hallelujah. Thank you for your mercy today. Thank you for your grace. Hallelujah. We bless you. We thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Forever grateful. Worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're welcome in this place. Mighty Holy Spirit, we welcome you. Thank you, Lord, 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 for unveiling Jesus to us, that we live for his glory. Hallelujah. We give you thanks. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. So good to be back online um, with all of us. Enjoying the mercy of God in these last days. God is a faithful God. Hallelujah. I'll turn into Lamentations, the third chapter. And we read from verse 22. It's of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. Because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. What an amazing statement of his nature, his reality. Glory to God. Let's hear this also in Canada, Lamentations the third and twenty-two twenty-three. Kartana Kanikara Gurindale Navu 
ಅವು ಪ್ರತಿ ಮುಂಜಾನೆಯೂ ಹೊಸದಾಗಿರುವವು ನಿನ್ನ ನಂಬಿಗಸ್ತಿಕೆಯು ಮಹತ್ತಾದದ್ದು Hallelujah. Notice that he says great is thy faithfulness. He is the faithful God with great faithfulness. Hallelujah. Very great abounding abundant faithfulness causing mercies to come to us every morning new mercies. Hallelujah. Compassion flows from his throne. He is the Lord who is merciful full of mercies. Hallelujah the father of mercies and his compassions fail not it's so good to know that they do not fail doesn't come to an end it is always going to be there hallelujah praise the lord his mercies are sure and they are new every morning hallelujah thank you jesus 24 continues the lord is my portion says my soul therefore we lie hope in him hallelujah thank you father that gives us the future that gives us the hope that gives us our expectation and puts joy in us hallelujah confidence in us that is his mercies that have been there every morning and till today they have been unfailing and therefore they're going to be new mercies again hallelujah as long as there's another tomorrow the lord is our portion hallelujah His mercies are for us and our soul recognizes it appreciates it and receives its benefit hallelujah praise the lord oh thank you father glory to god let's go also to second corinthians the first chapter in his uh, opening line there he says in verse 1 paul an apostle of jesus christ by the will of god and timothy our brother unto the church of god which is at corinth with all the saints which are in achaia hallelujah or achaia however that may be pronounced grace be to you and peace from god our father and from the lord jesus christ oh praise god that this is what comes from the father that comes from the lord that comes to heaven from heaven toward us grace and peace Hallelujah. And he continues, Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. Oh, glory to God. Nice to know that he is the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. Praise God. So even though you may turn to comfort foods now and then, you know like noodles, 10-minute noodles, 2-minute noodles, one minute this and that for some comfort hallelujah just shake the bag and you got your chips whatever it is it's kind of comfortable but he is known as the father <laughs> of mercies and god of all comfort and we have everlasting consolation and good hope and comfort from him hallelujah so let's learn to draw our comfort from him rather than just other you know in quote comforts and comfortable things around us although it does proceed from him who is the god of all comfort hallelujah oh praise the lord praise the lord praise the lord the god of all comfort is the father of mercies and he's guess what he's your father my father 
He's the father of the church. Hallelujah. Who's your father? Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Let's hear Second uh, Corinthians chapter 1, verse 1 to 3 also. Devara Chittanusara Yesu Kristana Apostalanada Paulanu Matu Namma Sahodaranada Timoteanu Kurinta the Lirua Devara Sabegu Akaya the Lirua Parishudare Larigu Bareuva Denandare Namma Tandeada Devar in the Lu Kartanada Yesu Kristan in the Lu Nimage Krupeu Shantiu Agali Namma Kartanada Yesu Kristana Tandea Giruva Devaru Kanikaravula Tandeu Sakala Vidavagi Santai Suvatanu Agiruva Devarigas Totra Praise God. And uh, he continues to talk about how because of their comfort in their tribulation, in their problems, they're able to comfort others also and says that that's the same thing that should work for us and how Paul himself suffered so much and he trusted not in himself but in God which raises the dead. Notice verse 9. But we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves but in God which raiseth the dead. Notice that it's not about your strength really. It's about looking away to him, looking away from ourselves to him who has become our strength, our refuge, our comfort, the father of mercies, the God of all comfort. It's about him being honored and glorified and not depending on our comfort or strength or ability we're looking away and um, Paul had learned to do that he said who delivered us from so great a death and does deliver in whom we trust that we he will yet deliver us hallelujah notice that he's saying that because of that he has trust he has confidence he has hope he'll be delivered again hallelujah Praise God, praise God, praise God. Wonderful things. It's so awesome to see that chain uh, of faith and trust uh, being put on the Father again, on the Lord again, rather than themselves. And having that confidence that the mercies are new again. Faithfulness is there from heaven towards us all over again. Praise God. And he continues, you also helping together by prayer for us that for the gift bestowed upon us by the means of many persons, thanks may be given by many on our behalf. Notice that he's saying that there was a joining together of the church in prayer, uh, standing with them, agreeing with them for such things to continue the goodness of God and the benefits and distribution and all of those things. There's a corporate agreement and standing with praise God helping together by prayer for us it's God's will that prayers be offered for those that are in authority in the government and uh, over us and all of that but also for those that are in the church uh, authority and government also you know those who have been sent by God to us to minister and uphold and strengthen so that we are able to go forward also hallelujah so that whatever gift it is natural or spiritual it will be done properly so that eventually thanks goes to God hallelujah praise God for all of these thoughts maybe we can hear verse 9 and uh, all the way to 11 also in Canada 
ಆದರೆ ಮರಣವಾಗೂ ಅತ್ತದೆಂಬ ನಿರ್ಣಯವು ನಮ್ಮೊಳಗೆ ಉಂಟಾಯಿತು ನಾವು ನಮ್ಮ ಮೇಲೆ ಭರವಸವಿಟ್ಟುಕೊಳ್ಳದೆ ಸತ್ತವರನ್ನು ಎಬ್ಬಿಸುವ ದೇವರ ಮೇಲೆಯೇ ಭರವಸವಿಡುವವರಾಗಬೇಕೆಂದು ಹೀಗಾಯಿತು ಆತನು ನಮ್ಮನ್ನು ಎಂಥ ಭಯಂಕರವಾದ ಮರಣದಿಂದ ತಪ್ಪಿಸಿದ್ದಾನೆ ಮತ್ತು ತಪ್ಪಿಸುತ್ತಾನೆ ಇನ್ನು ಮುಂದೆಯೂ ಆತನು ನಮ್ಮನ್ನು ತಪ್ಪಿಸುವನೆಂದು ನಾವು ಆತನಲ್ಲಿ ಭರವಸೆಯುಳ್ಳವರಾಗಿದ್ದೇವೆ ಅನೇಕರ ಮೂಲಕ ನಮಗೆ ಅನುಗ್ರಹಿಸಲ್ಪಟ್ಟಂತ ದಾನದ ನಿಮಿತ್ತವಾಗಿ ಬಹಳ ಜನರಿಂದ ನಮ್ಮ ಪರವಾಗಿ ಉಪಕಾರ ಸ್ತುತಿಯಾಗುವಂತೆ ನೀವು ಸಹ ಒಟ್ಟಾಗಿ ನಮಗೋಸ್ಕರ ಪ್ರಾರ್ಥನೆಯ ಸಹಾಯ ಮಾಡುತ್ತಿದ್ದೀರಿ making reference to all of these things speaking of the benefits that god has for his people the church there that he had very major hand in bringing up to that point and then he talks about the promises of god in verse 20 for all the promises of god in him are yea and in him are amen unto the glory of god by us now he which establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us is God so you can see that God the father has given his anointing in Christ Jesus to us with precious promises for us so that we can receive it and God is excited for us to enjoy it that's why they were there hallelujah 22 continues who also has sealed us and given us the earnest of the spirit in our hearts and made sure that our salvation has ability to stand the test of time hallelujah sealed that you can have confidence in the work that he has done for us and given us uh, a hope a cry in our hearts hallelujah that it's going to be all right everything's going to work god's promises are yes and amen they are settled forever and we should trust god who has done this mighty work in and for us in the church today praise god so he is unveiling all these kind of great things and um, in the midst of that he says in verse 23 moreover i call god for a record upon my soul that to spare you i came not as yet unto corinth hallelujah he said i actually wanted to pity you and not come there that uh, god is my witness you know they were not the easiest church to handle they were tough guys they gave him a tough time and uh, uh, every now and then he wanted to tell them things and correct them and put them in place but he said uh, uh i want to spare you so i didn't come notice that that also is a mercy is a comfort praise god that god is always thinking about us but sometimes we are not ready uh to receive his instruction to receive his correction and uh he feels for us and his ministers also feel for us praise god and he continues he says not for that we have dominion over you or your faith but are helpers of your joy for by faith you stand praise god sometimes uh you know due to correction we have a tendency to lose our joy and that affects our faith and all of these things you know uh, and we are living in these times where you're being um harrowed by dominions authorities and we seem to be losing our choice and all of these things and things are not looking good in the natural but god has not changed he's faithful and so uh you may get a little correction here and there 
where he's just trying to make sure that the God of all comfort, the Father of mercies, his promises are yea, they do not fail in our lives, that we continue to receive the benefit. And if there's any correction, we should not lose our joy, even though it may cause grief for a little period of time while the correction is being administered. But it's not administered by uh, circumstances, but by his word, by instruction, by counsel. And we are all in it together, and we, we owe one another prayer, and uh, the hand of God should be able to sustain us so that we finish the work for which we were brought here. Hallelujah. Praise God. A lot of thoughts there, but maybe we can just pick up uh, 19 to 22 also in Canada. Now, under a nano silvana no timote no nimali sarida devara maganada yesu christanu haudentalu allaventalu iruvadilla, adare athanali haudembade nelegundide. Adadarinda namma mulaka devarige mahime untaguante devara ella vagdana gadu athanali haudagive, athanali amen agive. Christanali nimondige nammanu stirapadisi nammanu abisheki sidatanu devare. Athanu namma mele mudrehaki namma rudayagadali pavitratmananu sanchakaravagi anugrahisidane. So it is that kind of atmosphere in which Paul is speaking. God has not changed. He's the Father of mercies, God of all comfort. His promises are sure. They are yes and amen. Whatever we're going through, we do not trust in ourselves, but in Him. We trust him who chose us, who anointed us, who sealed us, who kept us until today. He is faithful. His mercies will continue to be there for us. Whatever instruction, any counsel, any adjustment we have to make, we receive it. Amen. In Jesus' name. Notice how in Second Corinthians 13, in verse 1, he says, This is the third time I'm coming to you. In the mouth of two or three witnesses, shall every word be established. So here he brings up this important factor that Jesus talked about, which he quoted out of Deuteronomy, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word shall be established. Praise God. And, um, you know, that's the spoken word there also, that which is meditated upon and spoken out. Praise God. Every spoken word has the power of God, and does not return void. Praise God. Nothing shall be impossible to the believer that as we meditate on the scriptures, on his goodness, on his mercy, and speak forth those words, we are expected to live and be nourished and be taken care of no matter what is happening out there. The word of God shall be established, brought to pass. Hallelujah. But notice in the second verse also, he says, I told you before and foretell you, as if I were present the second time, and being absent now, I write to them which hitherto for have sinned, and to all others that if I come again, I will not spare. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, um, you know, they were, they were giving him a tough time. It was a tough church, and, you know, he said, I didn't come so that I could spare you uh, any correction, any adjustment. You know, I don't want to steal your joy uh, by correcting you, but if I come again, I will not spare. Amen. 
So all of these uh, various moods and desires and uh, targets are there in God sending his people, sending his uh, word to each one of us. And uh, they felt that Paul at that time was not so great. <laughs> they thought he walked after the flesh, that he was not always in the spirit and you know, he was not up to the mark. Imagine, you know, we get rated like that by the body of Christ. You know, oh, it's not that great and so on. But Paul continued to say, it's not me, it's God. It's his word. It is his anointing. He is the one who deserves the glory. Hallelujah. And so we must be able to turn away from ourselves and look away from ourselves and adjust based on God's word rather than anything we may be feeling at that point. Hallelujah. Praise God. Notice in verse 4 it says, Though he was crucified through weakness, yet he liveth by the power of God. For we also are weak in him, but we shall live with him by the power of God toward you. So he's, he's really saying, even Jesus, it looked like he was in a weak moment, crucified through weakness, Yet he lives by the power of God. He was not trusting in himself. He was trusting in the power of God to work and keep the promises toward him and raise him up. Hallelujah. And he says the same thing about them who were, you know, called to minister to the beginning of the church. We also are weak in him, but we shall live with him by the power of God toward you. Hallelujah. That same power worked towards the church. They were trusting would work and cause them to live also triumphantly. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. There's so much in there. He's um, quite the man that uh, received a lot of instruction from God, a lot of counsel from God. Hallelujah. Let's hear uh, verse 1 and 2 also in Kannada. Nanu nimma barige baruvadu idu muraneya sari, ibbaru muvara sakshigala bayinda pratiyundu matu stapitavaga beku. Nanu eradaneya sari nimmalidaga, nanu tirigi bandare nimmanu shikshisade biduvadilla vendu hege helideno hage eagalu purva papa krutyagalanu inu nadisutiruvavarigu mikadavarilarigu nanu bareyuktene. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So you can see that coming to us from a new covenant church uh, founder and father of the faith uh, responsible for the basically the age of grace that we understand today and we are called to follow what he taught what we saw and heard in him uh, him also doing those things we should be encouraged to go down that path Paul has so much to unveil to us in the church praise God Hallelujah. Let's look into Job also uh, this time. We had quoted something out of Job earlier. Praise God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Notice there in the 29th chapter of Job, God is a faithful God, so even if you seem to be getting um, correction or instruction like that, it's all right. It's all for our good. It'll all work out in a way that his faithfulness will keep us. Amen. That we can enjoy the benefits. Notice in 29.1, Moreover, Job continued his parable and said, Oh, that I were as in the months past, as in the days when God preserved me, 
when his candle shined upon my head, when by his light I walked through darkness. Praise God. Notice that he's uh, thinking now on the days where he enjoyed such a place in God, in fellowship with God, and enjoyed the light and revelation of God, no matter how dark things seemed to be. As I was in the days of my youth, when the secret of God was upon my tabernacle, the secret council, the place of God, the secret place where he enjoyed fellowship with God was upon his tabernacle. When the Almighty was yet with me, my children were about me. He was enjoying all of those benefits and he's now remembering them. You know, those days of close fellowship with God. Hallelujah. When I washed my steps with butter and the rock poured me out rivers of oil. Oh, hallelujah. He enjoyed such blessedness that every step of his was smooth and walked in that mercy of the word being released into his life with great fellowship, with great uh, boldness and peace. He stepped out constantly and he said the results were when he passed through the city, the gate, he said people would stand up. You know, young men would hide away. Aged men would stand up in honor. They would stop talking. You know, he was in that place. And he said it was all because I was in fellowship and enjoying the secrets and reverential fellowship of God and his word. I was enjoying the light. I was walking in that place. And all these results came. Hallelujah. Wonderful, wonderful thoughts there. You know, he's now looking back because... It looks like things are not working out so well for him. Uh, he's yearning for those days when things were good, when he walked in that place of counsel and revelation with God. And he had such blessed times. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank God you can remember and not forget, you know, his benefits. We can think about his faithfulness in the past and how his word worked for us and brought us thus far. Hallelujah. He is the same God who is faithful. His mercies are faithful for tomorrow also. Praise God. Let's hear Job 29, um, verse 3, all the way to uh, 6, also in Canada. Aga Athana Deepavu Nanna Thaliya Mele Hule Itu, Athana Bedakin in the Kattalalli Nadedinu. Nanu Nanna Yavvanada Divasagadalli Daga Devara Marmavu Nanna Gudarada Mele Itu. Sarva Shaktanu Innu Nanna Sangada Iddanu, Nanna Suttalu Nanna Makkadu Iddaru. Nanna Hejjegalannu Benni Inda Tholayukta Iddenu, Bandeyu Nanna Badiyalli Enneya Pravahagalannu Hoyukthittu. So all of these wonderful benefits that he had, did we do it all? We, we went through every verse? Yeah, praise God. Suddenly, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, it looked like he, he just didn't have any of them anymore. He had uh, opened the door to fear. In verse 25 of chapter 3, he says, The thing which I greatly feared is come upon me, and that which I was afraid of is come unto me. So the fear that came in there, which was the tool of the enemy, dismantled all of this goodness, all of this blessedness uh, and benefits that he enjoyed, and just brought him to a place where he was now wondering, <laughs> and longing for those days, he did not know, uh, you know, 
what had happened. But today you and I can learn from his life at this point, you know, that uh, no matter what the fear uh, mongering and the media and the circumstances are out there, no matter what your mind seems to be hearing from outside, you don't have to open that door. You can trust God. He is faithful. He is merciful. His promises are still yes and amen. And uh, if there's a place where he's speaking to you specifically to be corrected, you receive it and make the adjustment because he still wants us to enjoy a forward movement with steps of butter, with the wealth of God's word. The churning of the milk of the word produces the butter. The benefits of working with the word, hearing it and seeing the word, keeping it in our heart, hiding it deep within us will help us to receive life and health, wholeness, soundness, welfare, well-being, nothing missing, nothing broken. God's promises are yes and amen. Hallelujah. And uh, we should not uh, fall for any of those lies that are out there or those persistent fearful thoughts that try to hang around our mind because we can learn from Job that he suffered because of that. He lost those uh, times and longed for them because he himself yielded to the fear that he had constantly, the thing which he greatly feared, the, the thing that he greatly feared, that constrained him, no matter what, he always had those thoughts lingering around. We have to capture every thought. We have to deal with every thought that is trying to bring the fear that God's faithfulness will not work this time that God cannot keep us this time, that this is one time that we will not receive his benefits. All of those kind of fears, we have to deal with them by thinking on his faithfulness, thinking on his promises, thinking on his goodness and the father heart that he has. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He lost his rest. He lost his peace. He was not quiet anymore. Praise God. Let's see... Uh, Job 3.25 also in Kannada. Now that's brief enough. Hallelujah. So whatever, whatever you, you may be hearing today, I want you to focus on the fact that our God has not changed. He is faithful and he's able to keep you. Praise God. He is the faithful God. And um, all of this was a lack of knowledge and understanding that Job uh, did not have. He, he just didn't get that. But today you and I have the whole volume of the book to look into and hear God's counsel, receive light, receive revelation, and enjoy the fullness of the benefits uh, which he paid for. Hallelujah. Not just for us, but for humanity, which they must receive, which you and I are bound to receive if we can trust in his faithfulness. We look away from ourselves. We look to his faithful mercy, his faithful goodness. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hmm. Praise God. Let's look at a, a new covenant scripture uh, as we proceed. You know, these things are blessed, excellent things. For the church age, the most blessed people on the earth, on the planet, are the, you, the believer, the church. And we are appointed for this time. We're here during this particular period of time 
because you have the armament, the weapons, the, the might, the power of God available for each one of us. Hallelujah. Notice in Ephesians, the sixth chapter, the tenth verse, he says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. It's not talking about our strength at all. It's talking about being strong in him. Hallelujah. Taking promises, taking the word of God concerning us in him and being strong there. Strong in what we believe. Strong in what we are thinking about him and his word. It's not about your personal strength at all. You may not be strong in yourself. You may seem like a very insignificant person. And that's all wonderful as long as you can look at him. As long as we can consider his faithfulness and his strength. Praise God. So we are clothing ourselves with scriptures and promises of God as an armor all around us. Hallelujah. To deal with anything that is out there. And we are guaranteed that we will always win. Always, again and again, because God has made that clear and sure in Christ Jesus. That the victory was given to us because Jesus suffered a loss. Hallelujah. He paid the price for us. That some actual transaction took place where someone took the blame for us. Someone paid the price for us. And that is why we can enjoy goodness we can enjoy mercy we can enjoy the the goodness of God in the land of the living uh, before we go on to heaven because Jesus paid the price hallelujah and it's about him and we are strong in him and not in ourselves otherwise we are like everybody else we have the same thoughts trying to attach themselves to us we have the same uh, promises uh, available to any believer but we have to decide. I'll be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. It doesn't matter what it looks around me. Praise God. Let's hear Ephesians 6.10 also in Kannada. You can see that, uh, you know, as our example, Job there, uh, he enjoyed these things. He experienced God's faithfulness, God's goodness, God's mercy. But at some point in his life, you can see, due to the fears which were constantly there uh, affecting him, and he didn't deal with it, it opened a door, and uh, that blessedness and the hedge of goodness that he enjoyed seemed to have been removed. And he was, you know, really down and messed up, and he lost a lot. Praise God. So you could say, ultimately... It's so vital for us to be constantly in that place of mercy. Job had gotten to a place, Job 38 says in verse 1, that The Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, Who is this that darkeneth counsel by words without knowledge? He had begun to darken the good plans and purposes of God by words without knowledge. In other words, he did not know what he was talking. He had ignorance and the counsel of God, the brightness of that counsel was darkened because of a lack of knowledge and understanding. And that is said by God. Praise God. God says that the light of his word 
is his counsel. And Job enjoyed walking in that place, and his steps were smooth with butter, the richness of the word in his life, and he had moved forward, and great honor had come upon him. He enjoyed such tremendous benefits, but now the words of his mouth were different, and the, the light and the glory of the word of God was being darkened by his own words. And he said, hey, that's the point. That's what's happening, Job. Have you noticed what's coming out of your mouth recently? Praise God. God knows these things. God has not changed. He's the same. And here we cooperate with him. We work with him. Notice that those who uh, were in the house of God, the various vessels, they decided to purge themselves. They made choices to watch over their hearts. They say, work with God. We cannot expect God to just do everything. There's a cooperation. It's quite uh, interesting that we cooperate with him. We work with him. We're laborers with him. So we cannot darken the counsel of God. We must get a good understanding of the word of God and make sure that that actual understanding, clear understanding is spoken out of our mouths. Praise God. Otherwise, it's not very pleasing to God. Notice Job 32, I mean 38, verse 1 and 2 also in Kannada. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. So God says exactly what he means and he sees everything. Everything is open. Everything is clear to him. Nothing is hidden from him. And he knows the power of the word of God, the light and the glory of God in our mouth, in our heart. It produces the same results praise God as though he himself were there and so it was our darkening of his counsel of his word of his truth his revelation that caused trouble is what he's saying can you see that so it's not that Job was this perfect guy of course he walked in some level of light and understanding and enjoyed the benefits of it but he had this problem and it was only then that he realized it praise God notice as it continues, God's attitude here, Job 42 says, in, in verse 7, It was so that after the Lord had spoken these words unto Job, notice, The Lord said unto Eliphaz, the Temanite, My wrath is kindled against thee and against thy two friends, for you have not spoken of me the thing that is right, as my servant Job has. What does this mean? It means... <laughs> He's not happy with people if they don't say the right thing about him. In fact, he's angry. Look at that. My wrath is kindled against you and your two friends. See, he, Eliphaz is this guy and the other two guys there, you know. There's only Elihu who spoke certain things that were clear and in line. So there is <laughs> participation from us that God is listening. Now, what did you say? Uh-huh, I heard that. Yeah, what you said, mm, that's what's going to happen. Amazing, right? He's not happy with it. Can you imagine God getting angry? Why did you say that? A God that is touched, that is affected by our thoughts and our words. Interesting, right? Hallelujah. Let's hear that also. Job 42, 7. 
ಕರ್ತನು ಈ ಮಾತುಗಳನ್ನೆಲ್ಲ ಯೋಬನಿಗೆ ಹೇಳಿದ ಮೇಲೆ ಕರ್ತನು ತೇಮಾನ್ಯನಾದ ಎಲೀಫಜನಿಗೆ ನಿನ್ನ ಮೇಲೆಯೂ ನಿನ್ನ ಸ್ನೇಹಿತರಿಬ್ಬರ ಮೇಲೆಯೂ ಕೋಪಗೊಂಡಿದ್ದೇನೆ ನೀವು ನನ್ನ ಸೇವಕನಾದ ಯೋಬನ ಪ್ರಕಾರ ನನ್ನ ವಿಷಯವಾಗಿ ಸರಿಯಾದವುಗಳನ್ನು ಮಾತಾಡಲಿಲ್ಲ the thing that is right as my servant job has so to a great extent after repenting job was saying the right kind of things about god hallelujah verse 8 there is a way out notice therefore take unto you now seven bullocks and seven rams and go to my servant job and offer up for yourselves a burnt offering and my servant job shall pray for you and for him will i accept lest i deal with you after your folly in that you have not spoken of me the thing which is right like my servant job wow this issue is still there you know he's emphasizing you didn't say the right thing like how job said so there's a way out what's the way go to the sacrifice the seven the seven it's all perfection they're talking about you know jesus who's the perfect sacrifice you can always say i'm sorry lord i I spoke words that I didn't understand. I spoke dark counsel. I didn't speak light. I didn't speak the glory of God. I didn't say the right thing. I'm sorry. And God forgives you and forgets about it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Notice that God is explaining these things very very plainly. Hallelujah. And eventually you know the story. Job was doubly blessed and Job was known again as a very blessed man. Hallelujah. And his children were blessed and he enjoyed all of those benefits, but you can see some truths coming to light there which must affect us. Our counsel in God must maintain that shine, must maintain that glory and we must not darken it. We must do our best to get accurate understanding, accurate knowledge of the word of God, do our part and we will enjoy the benefits that is i believe why we're here right now because people are reading our lives even though you may not be talking directly to them the world is looking at you and and they are observing whether you are scared like everybody else running for uh the the little hole in the ground to go keep all those things there preserve and uh, somehow just survive they are, they are reading the message loud and clear we are an open book hallelujah praise god i wonder if we have read the seventh uh, the eighth verse I, not yet shall we hear that also hagadare iga elu ettugalu elu hotagalu nimma goskara takkondu nanna sevakanada yobana balige banniri avugalannu nimma goskara dahana baliyagi arpisiri nanna sevakanada yobanu nimma goskara prarthane maduvanu nanu nimma buddhigeenateya prakara madada hage avana prarthaneyannu angeekarisuvenu yakamdare neevu nanna sevakanada yobana prakara nanna vishayavagi sariyadavugalannu maatadalilla glory to god So here we are right in the middle of it all in the last days in the very end of all things hallelujah and the solution is there as always the bible declares in revelation 12 uh, from verse 9 the great dragon was cast out that old serpent called the devil and satan which deceived the whole world he's pretty good at his job deceives the whole world people don't understand even believers don't understand that he is the master deceiver of the whole world 
he deceives the whole world. Deception is his tool. Deception, lies. The whole world cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice in heaven, saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength, the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of the brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. So there are all these voices going on, and it's a non-stop thing, day and night. Praise God. So you, you hear it at night, you hear it in the day, but you can always run to the Father of mercies and God of all comfort if you have taken any accusations and taken any counsel which is contrary to the glorious light of the gospel. Hallelujah. That it's about his strength, it's about his ability, it's about his promises, it's about his faithfulness, it's not about you and your strength. Hallelujah. And that you don't have to accept all of these things, these accusations, day and night. And they overcame him. The message and the recipe has not changed. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. That sacrifice is there. That mercy is there. The blood of the Lamb. And by the word of their testimony. Notice, it had to be words coming out of their mouth. Without darkening the counsel. Clear word-based light, glory coming out of the mouth. Hallelujah. Affecting our steps, making us walk in the richness of that word, making our path straight. The paths that were prepared for us before time began, that we would walk in them. Hallelujah. By the word of their testimony, and they love not their lives unto death. Notice the fear factor has been removed. Hallelujah. That was the undoing of Job. So we get to a place where we understand that for me to depart and be with Christ is far better. To live in this body is for somebody else's benefit to be a testimony. Hallelujah. You know, for the glory of God to be seen on the earth is why I'm here. But if I leave the earth, I'm going straight into glory. Hallelujah. I'm going to gain the glory of God. Ha, 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 ha. From here, my next stop is the glory of God. Praise God. Without fear, we must dwell on these thoughts. And the fear of, of God should rule our lives. Not the fear of death. Not the fear of any enemy. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Therefore rejoice, verse 12 continues. You heavens and he that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the seal of the sea for the devil is come down unto you having great wrath because he knoweth that he has but a short time his time is running out of course this is talking about a period that's coming but still you can use it for these last days because it is last it is a short time and so there's going to be all kinds of lies all kinds of things that you've not seen before experiences on the planet that uh, you know, counsel and uh, dominion and rulers and words coming out and circumstances being dished out because the enemy, the one that deceives the whole world, knows that he has a short time, so he has to wreak maximum havoc before he is going to be hurled into the lake of fire forever and ever. 
Glory to God. Hallelujah. Very short time. His, his time has actually come. You remember they said to, uh, to Jesus, why have you come to torment us before the time? The time is right there. Their time has come. Officially, it's round the bend. So they want to do the maximum uh, destruction and maximum lying that they can into the natural realm. Hallelujah. Hmm. But you and I, we overcame just like they overcame and we have overcome and in God's mind it has already happened because he has seen the end from the beginning and he has seen us before his throne worshipping him in glorified bodies. Hallelujah. In God, the same yesterday, today and forever, he has seen it all. Hallelujah. From the beginning. And he knows that you and I can do this. Praise God. And we're going to go through it and we shall stand before him glorified. So we hold on to the truth. The pure understanding of the word of God with all of his glorious victory, his faithfulness, his promises, his reputation. He said, your handling of my word is very important. That's what it's all about, right? Revelation 12. Let's read from 9 all the way to 11 or rather 12. Praise God. A little bit of reading. Avaru Prana the Melana Preeti and Nutoredu Kurimari Adatana Rakta Dindalu, Tamma Sakshi Avakya Dindalu, Avananu Jaisidaru Adadarinda Paraloka Gale, Adarali Vasamaduvare, Harshagulliri, Bumi Amele Matu Samudra Dali Ruvarige Ayo, Yakandare Saitana Nutanagiruva Kalavu Swalpa Vendu Tilidu Mahara Udravulavanagi Nimma Kadege Ilidu Banditane Embadagi Hilitu. So you can see that as you consider further and think upon these things whatever you see as symptoms and things in this physical realm they are all the results of a lack of knowledge if people knew that Jesus has already taken away our sickness why should anybody be sick <laughs> if Jesus has taken away our sin why should anybody be a sinner they should just be the righteousness of God if they knew that Jesus has taken away our curse, why should anybody walk in the curse? They just don't know it. They should know it, right? And here we are, the people who are supposed to know these things, because what Jesus did was done 2,000 years ago. That's a long time ago. <laughs> and we need to just get that counsel, that revelation, and fellowship with it to a place where we are actually wrapped in that goodness, wrapped in the reality of his faithful love, his care, that we are not bothered about lies out there. Anything that's not in line with what Jesus said and did for us, as you can see in the New Covenant, in the Age of Grace, the, the message to the church, is a lie. From the father of lies who deceives He's the father of lies, and we have the father of mercy, thank God, father of mercies, the God of all comfort. 
knowing that we are appropriating and handling things that seem contrary to natural thinking. The natural man receives not the things of the spirit. He knows there is a natural mind, the natural thinking, that we are struggling with it to go forth and just accept the spirit realities, the things that have been paid for in Christ, which are not natural out here. They don't seem to be what you see seems to be contradictory. If Jesus took away the sin of the world, why is it happening? Why do good people die, etc., etc.? These are questions that even believers ask. But God bristled up there to Job and his you know, company and spoke to his friends and said, I did not like what you said. You didn't say the right thing. Well, go offer the sacrifice. Go there and receive mercy. Hallelujah. So there is this father of mercies always there. <laughs> no, no, no. You need to change that, buddy. That's not the right thing to say. And you go, I'm sorry, Lord. Forgive me. I need revelation. I need understanding. Notice that the light in which we walk is so powerful that if you walk in that light, the sins that you commit unknowingly are cleansed. As long as you're walking in the light that you have, God takes care of your failures. And we didn't make that up. It's written in the word. Let's go there. 1 John 1. Hallelujah. Sometimes, you know, because it's so good, we think we're making up things as we go. You're just making up stories. Really? Let's go look at it. Look at 1 John 1. Observe. Verse 5, this is the message which you have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. So when you make counsel that darkens him, he's not really excited about it. <laughs> We're the ones that are bringing darkness to him. We should keep the message because people are seeing the message. More than what you are saying, they are seeing things. And that's what cheats even the body of Christ. The people who are supposed to know these things are not really walking there. The message is speaking from their lives. Hallelujah. And we need mercy. And the Father of mercies is there. Hallelujah. If we say that we have fellowship with him, verse 6, notice Job was enjoying fellowship. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. Hallelujah. So this is where that thing can happen. Where people look at us and say, they are walking in fellowship. So we cannot be in the darkness, right? Because they are watching. Hallelujah. Notice. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. This is the sins that we uh, are just doing without knowing because we're walking in the light. We're walking in the light. Notice it's not in the darkness. While walking in the light, if there are things that happen that you don't know, oh, I didn't know that, I didn't know that. That's different. He'll handle that. But then there are things you do which you know about. That you have to confess. Praise God. Verse 9 says, if we confess our sins, what we know. See, so these verses are written to us, the church, not to unbelievers. They don't even know what they're doing, and they cannot remember everything either. They are supposed to confess Jesus and receive the benefits of the new creation. 
we are the new creation, but we have to walk in the light. We have to walk in the counsel and fellowship of God's word. And then, as we walk in the light, his blood deals with other things. Oh, praise God. But if you know that you've done wrong, praise God, you can run, rush up boldly for mercy if we confess our sins. He is faithful and just. Thank God. Faithful, faithful, faithful God. Faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Wow. Praise God. You know we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. He who knew no sin became sin for us. That we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Praise God. Wonderful scripture. He took our sin and our sins. Praise God. And so this righteousness of God cannot be improved upon. Just like the new creature cannot be improved upon. It is eternal. Hallelujah. Praise God. So what is it that we seem to be losing here? It is a sense of righteousness. Our soul has to have a clear sense that it has been forgiven, that it has been forgotten, that it is over, it is okay. And then you can go forward. Otherwise, you go down. And the enemy now hammers you and brings you to that kind of place that he had Job in. Praise God. We must be convinced that the Father of mercies, the God of all comfort is on our side, that we must constantly run to him again and again. We must be convinced of that. Not that we can continue in sin, but that this will take care of our sin and help us to walk in the clear light of his word without accusations, without lies. Hallelujah. 1 John 1, 9. Let's hear that. I think we read verse 7. No. Let's hear 7. Uh, maybe, good stuff, maybe 5 through 9 in Canada. I'm sure our sister will help. Now, Atan in the Kedi Nimage Tilisuva Varte Yavadandare, Devaru Bedaka Gidane, Atan Ali Ishtu Matravu Katale Illa Embade. Now, Atana Sangada Anyonya Tilavaragi Devendu Heli Katale Ali Nadere Suladu Varagi Deve, Satyavananusarisuvaralla. Atanu Bedakin Aliru Vante, Nau Bedakin Ali Nadere, Nau Ubara Sangada Lobaru Anyonya Tilli Deve, Atana Maganada Yesu Kristana Raktavu Namanu Sakala Papa Dinda Shudimadutade. Namali Papa Villa Vendu Nau Helidere Namanu Nave Mosa Padisikulutteve, Satyavu Namalilla. Nau Namma Papa Gadanu Arike Madidare Atanu Nambigastanu Nitivantanu Agiru Vadarinda Namma Papa Gadanu Kshamisibitu Sakala Aniti in the Nammanu Shuddhi Maduvanu. Praise the Lord. Thank God for that. So we have to enjoy that benefit. How many times a day? Well, he said, if you can forgive someone 490 times in a day, imagine that. You have to forgive another person if he does the same thing 490 times a day. Seven times? No, he said seven times, 70 times. And if you add it all up along with Luke's account, you will notice it is in a day. 
490 times in a day, God expects us to forgive others. So I'm not going to hold anything against anyone. Amen? I'm just going to let it go. Praise God. Okay, they have a problem. It's all right. It doesn't matter. Praise God. I remember when I failed. Amen? What the nonsense I did. And God forgave me. Praise God. So I'm not going to hold that against them. You know, and let it be. Praise God. Let's keep that thinking. Verse 6 of Hosea 4 says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. His people, his covenant people are destroyed. Why? For lack of knowledge. That's where he centers the problem. He says, it's because they don't know these things. He was important, you know, very, I'm sorry, he was very clear about these things when he spoke to Job. It was important to God that Job should understand, you didn't say the right thing. Your friends didn't say the right thing. I don't like that. I'm very touchy about you saying the right thing. Your words are important to me. That's why we take time to study the most written about thing in the Bible, which is our tongue. And our words come from our tongue. Hallelujah. And what we pray and all of those things come from our reaction to God's word and understanding of that light. And then our response is in our words. And that affects our walk and our paths. Uh, we begin to enjoy the goodness, the riches of the word. And our steps are with butter. And all of that honor and favor comes as a result of it. So God says, it's my people I'm talking about my people. They are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee. See how touchy he is about it. You refuse knowledge, you're walking on your own, man. You're walking on thin ice. I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest to me. This is speaking specifically to his people. You shall be no priest to me, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God. I will also forget thy children. Ooh. That is very specific, of course, to the people of uh, that time, the Jews, and that particular dispensation. Today there's the Father of mercies and God of all comfort. Hallelujah. But you can see the, the, the emphasis there is on getting to know him and getting it right. And acting upon it in words. And that affects our feet. And that affects our walk. And that affects our destiny. And the, the work we were created to uh, accomplish on the earth. Hallelujah. So there is a square shoulder matter here. He says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And we must accept it and receive the word. We must be always you know, in an attitude of welcoming the word. There are times when you say, no, no, man, now, now it's time for chips, not time for the word. Amen. It's all right. Take it, eat, enjoy your life, etc., etc. But make sure that you always have a special corner for the word of God. Hallelujah. All right, let's hear Hosea 4.6 also in Canada. 
ನನ್ನ ಜನರು ತಿಳುವಳಿಕೆಯ ಕೊರತೆಯಿಂದ ನಾಶವಾಗಿದ್ದಾರೆ ಆದ ಕಾರಣ ನೀನು ತಿಳುವಳಿಕೆಯನ್ನು ತಳ್ಳಿಬಿಟ್ಟದ್ದರಿಂದ ನಾನು ಸಹ ನನಗೆ ಯಾಜಕನಾಗದಂತೆ ನಿನ್ನನ್ನು ತಳ್ಳಿಬಿಡುತ್ತೇನೆ ನೀನು ನಿನ್ನ ದೇವರ ನ್ಯಾಯ ಪ್ರಮಾಣವನ್ನು ಮರೆತು ಬಿಟ್ಟಿದ್ದರಿಂದ ನಾನು ಸಹ ನಿನ್ನ ಮಕ್ಕಳನ್ನು ಮರೆತು ಬಿಡುವೆನು Why should we pray for authorities for kings and all that and authority that we may lead godly honest peaceful quiet this is good quiet lives because this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our savior who will have all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth that there is one God one mediator between God and men who gave his life a ransom for all to be testified in due time where unto i am ordained a preacher apostle i speak not the truth in christ a teacher of the gentiles in faith in verity he saying it's so that this gospel can go out there the word can increase the teaching can go out there that's why we're doing all of this prayer you see in the constant use of second thessalonians and first timothy what's the point for it notice that we are delivered from unreasonable and wicked men for not all men have faith the lord is faithful who will establish you and keep you from evil all of this faithfulness and all of this prayer that we're delivered is so that the word of the lord may have free course and be glorified even as it is with you Amen. Can you see that? All of these prayers for authorities and to be delivered from the wicked amongst them all of that to enjoy his faithfulness is so that the word will go out quickly because that is his counsel that is his light that is his glory upon the earth right now. Of course there's coming a time when the glory of the Lord will cover the earth as the waters cover the seas. where there will be rampant random prosperity that's the time when jesus actually sits in jerusalem till then it is the word going out there that is going to bring his light and his glory and we are the custodians of that and that's why we are praying these prayers hallelujah can you see that let's hear second thessalonians 3 verse 1 also in kannada ಕಡೆಯದಾಗಿ ಸಹೋದರರೇ ನಮಗೋಸ್ಕರ ಪ್ರಾರ್ಥನೆ ಮಾಡಿರಿ ಕರ್ತನ ವಾಕ್ಯವು ನಿಮ್ಮಲ್ಲಿ ಹಬ್ಬಿದ ಪ್ರಕಾರ ಎಲ್ಲೆಲ್ಲಿಯೂ ಬೇಗನೆ ಹಬ್ಬಿ ಮಹಿಮೆ ಹೊಂದುವ ಹಾಗೆಯೂ ಮೂರ್ಖರಾದ ದುಷ್ಟ ಜನರ ಕೈಯಿಂದ ನಾವು ತಪ್ಪಿಸಲ್ಪಡುವ ಹಾಗೆಯೂ ಪ್ರಾರ್ಥಿಸಿರಿ ಯಾಕಂದರೆ ಎಲ್ಲರಲ್ಲಿ ನಂಬಿಕೆ ಇಲ್ಲವಲ್ಲ ಆದರೆ ಕರ್ತನು ನಂಬಿಗಸ್ತನು ಆತನು ನಿಮ್ಮನ್ನು ದೃಢಪಡಿಸಿ ನಿಮ್ಮನ್ನು ಕೇಡಿನಿಂದ ತಪ್ಪಿಸುವನು who gives mercies every morning he will take care of that aspect and he as you are receiving the word as you are being established and settled in that word he will take care of other things praise god 
Hallelujah. This is our main job on the planet. This is what we are here for. Praise God. And that is why we will not be moved. Hallelujah. That is why we will not be shaken. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's go to Colossians, the third chapter. Praise God. Colossians, the third chapter, observe there, verse 22, Servants, obey in all things, your masters according to the flesh, not with eye service as men pleases, but in singleness of heart, fearing God. Here he's focusing our attention on the fact that God is the one that we are looking at as our source, as our boss, as our authority, and so Whatever he's saying is because of obedience to him, reverence to him. We are looking through it all at him. Where does he f feature in all of this? He's saying, so we serve even our natural masters, bosses, job situations in the flesh, not with eye service, but fearing God, the fear of God, fearing God. Or reverencing him because it is him. We are walking in him. We are thinking about him. We're carrying him, etc., etc. Because of him, we are praying for authorities. We are yielding. Praise God so that the word may go out there, etc., etc. Notice, and whatsoever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord <laughs> and not unto men. So this is the fear of God, that we are constantly seeing him behind it. Where does he feature in all of this? And because of him, we do this. Amen. We do it heartily, heartily, with excitement, you know, with joy, you know, and all of that from a joyful heart, from deep thoughts and emotions that are moved by respect and reverence to him, whatever we do. Thank you, Jesus. There's plenty to confess your sins about. <laughs> you mess up there, just, Lord, I didn't do it heartily. I didn't do it properly from my soul, from my deep thoughts. I just did it, <laughs> you know, irreverently. As unto the Lord, as to the Lord, and not unto men. Knowing that of the Lord you shall receive the reward. Of the inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. Amen. Guess who the, the source of the inheritance and blessing is? The Lord, and you respect that, and you, you understand that, and because you know that, you are acting like, because you know you will receive the reward of the inheritance from the Lord. But he that doeth wrong shall receive for the wrong which he has done, and there is no respect of persons. You know, I was sharing on Sunday how that boy lay on the bed for 11 months. Was he a child of God? Yes. Did he have all the blessings of God? Yes. Was he an actual heir of all that Jesus paid for? Yes. Was he still lying on the bed with all those symptoms? Yes. Until we act on the word and speak it and decide that this is our actual authority and this is our actual life and script and this is the counsel of God to us. This is written to me and I have to act on it. Nothing changes. My people perish. 
because they don't know these things. They, they darken counsel. They, they can actually cover the word from its full brightness. Hallelujah. So we, we, we thank God for his mercy. We run there again and again, again and again. Mercy, mercy, grace to help in time of need. Oh, Holy One, etc. And then we get back to speaking again. And let's speak the right thing. And let's do it from this kind of heart. Amen. Let's hear Colossians 3, 22 to 25. Glory to God. So we are in a place of not having to trust, you know, man or doing it as unto man. We are going to look beyond all that to him who is the source of all of our benefits, who is our shield, who is our defense, who is our fortress, who is our healer, who is our wholeness, who is our salary, who is our supply. Hallelujah. That is the counsel that we are going to protect and preserve and make sure it is, it's coming out and flowing out constantly. Hallelujah. Because he will reward us. Praise God. Look at jo uh, uh, Jacob, sorry. <laughs> Look at Jacob, who uh, knew him as the God of Abraham. And today he's not the God of Abraham. That God of Abraham has become our father. Amen. Look at him there in Genesis 31. Uh, verse 1, he says, He heard the words of Laban's son, saying, Jacob has taken away all that was our father's. <laughs> And that, and that which was our father's, has he got all this glory? They were accusing him of taking everything from their father. He was working for their father, and their father was the best guy to work for. He was just so great. He was such a great boss. No, not. He was not. He simply was not the best boss in the world. I think for God to record this, he must have been the worst boss you could get. <laughs> that is my personal opinion. So in verse 7, speaking of bosses, your father has deceived me and changed my wages ten times. This is the boss. And his sons are, of course, on his side, they're thinking about their family interests and they cannot see their father's folly and how mean he is and what a con man their father is he says you know he has taken our father's wealth but the truth was <laughs> father deceived and changed wages ten times he'd say I'll pay you this and then when the day comes he'll just short change him and say next time if this was just going on again and again. Notice that, that that was happening in his life and he was just going on. And he would cry out to God. 
the God of Abraham and talk with him. And so he said, but God suffered him not to hurt me. That God of Abraham was there. Can you see that? And eventually from the story you realize God turned the whole thing around and whatever was the sinner's wealth came to the righteous. It just, no matter how much you conned the guy, no matter how much you cheated him, everything came back to him. Now, I'll ask you something. Has this God reduced? He has not changed one iota. He never changes. I am the Lord. I change not. Where did he write that? In Malachi. What is Malachi famous for? Of course you know, giving, tithing, and all that. I change not. My people don't know this. They're perishing. You just do it as unto me. Work for that guy. Do it. Okay, he's conning you. He's conning you seven times, ten times. How many times? He's always changing on me. He's always, you know, raking away, taking stuff from me. He said, look beyond all that. I'm your source. Don't reduce me to some man. I am your source. All things are possible with me. Can he furnish a table in the wilderness? Can he provide water out of a rock? Can he feed his people manna and quails for 40 years to millions of them every day? Can he take care of them? Absolutely. He's God Almighty. Of course, he's the God of Abraham. He's the God of Isaac. He's the God of Jacob. But He's your father. And he said, if you, being natural, know how to give good things to your children, how much more shall your father in heaven give good gifts unto them that ask, trusting him, right? Jesus unveiled a father to us. He said, I gave them your name. What's that? The father, the everlasting father. The father, our father. Doesn't he care? He was so careful, he told Job, what you're saying, I don't like it. Your friends, I don't like it. I'm listening. I'm watching everything. He's God. He can be here. He can be in Tokyo. He can be in Nigeria, all at the same time, listening to everybody at the same time. I mean, there are conference calls today that everything is monitored, right? Can't God do better than that? Absolutely. If one bird falls down, he knows about it. He's God. Man is quite electronic right now. Knowledge has increased. They think they're so great. But the light of the knowledge of the glory of God shall cover the earth as the waters cover the seas. That's going to come one of these days. But today, our life, our mouth, our as we were noticing in Genesis 31, I did a quick switch to the Amplified. Notice the seventh verse. But your father has deceived me and changed my wages ten times. But God did not allow him to hurt me. In verse 8 he said, If he said, The speckled shall be your wages, then all the flock bear speckled. If he said, The streak shall be your hire, then all the flock bear streaked. <laughs> he was always steps ahead of the con man. The, the con man was thinking of reducing the man by changing you know, the uh, requirement uh, okay, 
from today onwards, all the speckled ones will be yours because he saw the speckled were in a minority and a weak, and so a weak group, so he said, let it be speckled. Then the next time when he increased, he said, oops, that didn't work. Let's choose the next one. Now let's go with the streaked. The streaked shall be your salary. That shall be your pay because he saw that was a minority that was weak. And then guess what? All the flock would bear streaked ones. Can God work in the genetics? Absolutely. Can God furnish a table in the wilderness? Absolutely. Is there anything too hard for God? There's nothing hard for him. All things are possible with him. All things are possible with the word spoken. Hallelujah. It shall be according to the word. Hallelujah. Verse 9. Thus God has taken away the flocks of your father. He said it was God. Thus God has taken away the flocks of your father and given them to me. <laughs> Woo! And he continues to explain how he had a dream. And the angel of God said to him in 11, look up. In 12, I am the God of Bethel. Rachel and Leah answered him, is there any portion of inheritance for us in our father's house? <laughs> Talk about us now. Are we not counted by, by him as strangers? For he has sold us, quite devoured our money. It always comes down to money on some levels. But God is also there. Say amen. <laughs> he says, for all, they acknowledge now, verse 16, for all the riches which God has taken from our father are yours and our children's. Now then, whatever God has said to you, do it. Notice they saw confidence and they could see what has happened. They saw God fighting, God working, God arranging things in spite of their father whom they know very well. The girls know, the sons seem to not understand. Maybe they were blind or whatever. But he said, God has done this. Whatever he says, just do it. Hallelujah. Let's read some things in Canada. This is our father God today. The father of mercies, the God of all comfort hallelujah your shield the one who supplies all your need according to his riches in glory by christ jesus the one who said the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just hallelujah that is going to find its way to you in the last days <laughs> major god is a faithful god i don't know where we should start now genesis 31 verse 1 in canada would be good to start with Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's observe verse 7 also, and then verse 8. I mean, verse 7, and then let's go to verse 16 in Canada. Praise the Lord. You notice how they are giving the ownership to their father. Yes, actually... The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. It doesn't belong to Laban or anybody else, any other ban. It belongs to our Father. In Haggai 2.8, he says, The silver is mine, the gold is mine, says the Lord of hosts. It's all his. The earth is his. 
Everything in it is his. It belongs to our father. Can he not work it out based on what we believe and speak and act on? Absolutely. Hallelujah. He has not changed. Praise God. This is the time to begin to get in and be strong in him and not in the society and its systems out there. Whatever it's called. God knows how to work this thing. Even though they're hedging away, trying to con people. God is bigger than all of that. Hallelujah. And he knows how to take care of his own. My people, he said. My people need to know this. My people must not be destroyed. They must learn. They must know. They must speak these words. They must walk in these things. They must enjoy the benefits in this day and hour. That's how he talks. Let's hear Haggai 2.8 also in Kannada. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. The Bible declares in the Psalms, notice there, Psalm 24. This is talking about a time that's going to come, but it's good to see. Oh, we give you thanks. Psalm 24, notice verse 1. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness of it, the world and they who dwell in it. Oh, glory to God. Psalm 24 is talking about a time to come. That's the time that we are getting ready for. Psalm 23, just before that, is where we are living right now. Psalm 22 is where the cross happened. So it's all, you know, nicely arranged. But thank God for that truth. Whether in 22, 23, or 24, the earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof. It has not changed. Let's hear 24, 1 also in Canada. People may mock you because you, you read Psalm 23 a lot and maybe preach a lot out of it, but this is for now. The Lord is the shepherd now in the age of grace. Hallelujah. And he has put, put under shepherds, put under shepherds to take care of his flock. Hallelujah. And that's why we have to wrap our minds around the 23rd Psalm, where there is a cup of provision overflowing. There's a table there spread for us, overflowing with goodness and mercy all the days of your life. <laughs> and then you go home and dwell with the Lord forever. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, let's focus on one last thing as we wind down. Go to Matthew for a minute. Matthew and 14, we pick up the story here. Uh, Jesus had told them, you know, um, go to the other side. Verse 22 says, he directed the disciples to get into the boat and go before him to the other side. While he sent away the crowd. So he's given them the word, go to the other side. And after he had dismissed the multitudes, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. When it was evening, he was still there alone. I'm reading the Amplified. But the boat was by this time out on the sea, many furlongs, or one-eighth of a mile distant from the land. That's one furlong. But he was many uh, distant from the land, beaten and tossed by the waves, for the wind was against them. The wind is against the word and instruction that you have heard. Everything is contrary. Everything around you seems to be just contrary, against what God has said. And there they are struggling, you know, 
still obeying the word. Thank God for that. They just stayed at it. Till when? Between 3 and 6 a.m. in the fourth watch of the night. They continued from evening, you know, just before evening into 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. somewhere in there. Let's just say 4 a.m. They were still rowing. Praise God. And the thing was still contrary. Jesus came to them walking on the sea. Jesus gave you the word. You stay with it. He'll meet you. Don't worry about it. He'll meet you there. You just stick with the program. You just keep going at it. And when his disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, He's a ghost. They screamed out with fright. But instantly he spoke to them saying, Take courage. I am. Stop being afraid. I've not changed. I'm still the same yesterday, today, and forever. I am. Stop being afraid. Don't access that fear. Don't allow that fear in. Don't take that thought. Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. If it is you, command me to come. And he said, come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water, and he came toward Jesus. He's doing the unthinkable. He's walking on top of everything. <laughs> but when he perceived and felt the strong wind, he perceived and felt perception, feelings, all of that. He was frightened. He opened the door there and he began to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. He began to sink and he cried out, Lord, save me. If you look around there at the distractions, perceive all of that, fear will come through that and you will sink. And of course, if you cry out still, I messed up, Lord, he'll come right there and save. Instantly, Jesus reached out his hand, caught him, held him to him, held him saying to him, O oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? So that's it, right? Will the Son of Man find faith on the earth when he comes? That is a blanket statement for any period of time, I believe. Can he find your faith? Can he find your trust in his mercy, in his goodness? Don't look at the problem. Don't look at the wind. Don't look at the waves. Don't look at the circumstances. Let us focus on the word. The mercy of God will keep us. Every blessing, he can turn it all around. He is our source. The earth is his. The fullness thereof. Everything in it. He is God almighty. But he is your father today. He is our father today. Hallelujah. Let's see if we can read a verse or two uh, from this. Matthew uh, 20. I mean 14. Uh, verse 23 and 24. Atanu Janasamuhagaranu Kaluisida Mele Pratane Madalu Ekantavagi Buddha Mele Hodanu Sayankalavadaga Atanobane Ali Idanu Aga Doniu Samudra the Madhya the Lidu Teregarinda Badiel Paduktitu Yakandare Gadiu Eduragitu. Let's also read twenty nine and thirty and we will praise him. Adatkatanu, Ba and Dano, Aga Petranu Doni in the Ilidu Yesuina Badige Hugu Vadakagi Nirina Melian Adedano. Adare Bala Vada Guardian Nu Nodidaga Avanu Bayapatu Munugutta, Kartane, Nananu Rakshisu Indukogi Hedidano. Glory to God. 
Hallelujah. Let's worship him who is worthy. He alone is worthy. He has not changed. He is our savior, our redeemer, our kinsman, our friend, our eldest brother. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. Thank you for helping us to hold fast to your word. To be strong in your word. To wrap ourselves with your promises. To keep our affections and our thoughts on you. To enjoy your counsel. To enjoy your fellowship. Ah, in Jesus' name. To not look here and there. And not be moved by the media and the info. To pray. To stay in your will. To stay in the word again and again. To come for mercy. To come for grace. To receive all that you paid for. The earth is yours, the fullness thereof, everything in it. By your stripes we were healed. You took the curse so that only the blessing is our portion. Whatever is in the world in this day and hour, every sickness, every disease, everything that causes hearts to fail, minds to fail, and lack of ease, all that causes people to worry whether it is evening or night, oh Father God, it's a curse. You took it away 2,000 years ago. We have nothing to do with it. It's not our portion. We refuse it today in Jesus' name. We say no to the curse in Jesus' name. We're not accepting it. It's not for us. It's a lie from the pit of hell because the blessing has come. Jesus gave us the blessing of Abraham. Hallelujah. We're blessed. We're blessed. We're blessed. We're blessed. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You're our source. You're our resource. You're our all. Hallelujah. We bless you today. We thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. We worship you who is faithful. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, team. Thank you so much. I'm sure you will enjoy the benefits of all of this. You'll go forward in Jesus' name. If you'd like to give, this is a great opportunity. Hallelujah. I'll do it by my phone. But have a wonderful time. Increase is your portion. Don't forget these benefits are yours. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. You are blessed. Thank you so much, team. Thank you. Hallelujah. See you again soon.